0: Welcome to the Divine Life Academy, I love you so much for being here. In this high vibe classroom, I'm your teacher Marie, and as an authenticity expert, motivational speaker and highly intuitive empath, I can't wait to move through all of the emotions on the spectrum of life together and make you feel at home. I will be guiding you to up-leveling your life with tips, tools and sometimes even homework. It's all about having fun and finding out what your unique dreams are. I can't wait to get to know you, so please hit me up on Instagram at Divine Life Marie. and if you love the show, leave a review and subscribe, so you won't miss any of the heartfelt messages I'll be sharing on a weekly basis. I love you for being here, so grab a drink or start your workout and let's begin. Hey, welcome everyone listening, I am so glad you tuned in to the Divine Life Podcast. I am your host, Marie, and today is actually the first episode that I am recording for you guys. I have recorded podcasts and published podcasts before, but they were all in touch since I am from the Netherlands. But since I, from the beginning of my business, I've really felt the urge to make my content available internationally. I uh, thought it was more suitable to also continue my podcast in English so here I go a little bit out of my comfort zone but I think we will manage to do fine and get really worthy content out there. I didn't actually plan on recording a podcast today but I just really felt the urge to share something and that really complied to a journal session that I had this morning. So, before we dive into the episode and the content I want to discuss further, let me introduce myself a little bit. So, I am Marie, I am 27 years old, and I am currently living in the Netherlands. Since at least five or six years, I have been deep diving into spirituality, self development, higher self growth. Um, And I'm just also really a down-to-earth person (laughs) which might surprise you if you have been... if you are familiar with my content because sometimes it is all but (laughs) down-to-earth but I really am, I assure you because what I think down-to-earth really means is being able to live a human life since our souls chose to incarnate here to go deep straight (laughs) away Our souls chose to incarnate as a human on this world, on planet Earth. And that's why we also really must allow ourselves to live an earth- earthly life, to live a human life, to live a life full of ups and downs, emotions, cravings, like these sensor sensory experiences with food, with music, with, well, also maybe with drugs. They are not really substances that we should use for too many tries but (laughs) there are still things that were put on this earth for us humans to experience and experiment with to experiment with that's what i wanted to say so for me being down to earth means yes i can be all up in the clouds and thinking about what it means to be human checking out my human design my astrology following laws of attraction and getting into all of that good stuff, angel guides, readings, etc. But at the same time, implementing them in my material human life. And that's, I think, the most fun thing to do. The most fun thing to help other women with is figure out who they came to this earth as. What is your authentic self? What lessons did you come here to learn and how does your higher self how does your higher self move through your human being your human body your human person These are all topics that we will get into much much more in this podcast <laughs> But for today what I wanted to discuss with you I really wanted to talk about self-love because I also talk a lot about self-love and I think self-love is like the most important part for healing and for being able to creating freedom, feeling freedom, detachment. Self love is important to accept ourselves and without self love, we cannot step into our most pure authentic form and therefore not live our purpose, which we truly need to do not only for ourselves, but to serve humanity. So, self-love can be interpreted in many ways. I think self-love and self-care sometimes cross each other, but it is for me really important to explain the difference, because self-care can be putting makeup on or putting skincare on, and self-care is working out, moving the body, Self-care can be journaling, self-care can be calling and talking to a friend, which are all also forms of self-love. In case your intentions are right with with those activities. But self-love to me uh, is so much more than those tools. Because what those things that I just mentioned actually are, are tools. And tools are just tools. As long as you don't know how to use them. Well, what I mean is a tool is only useful if you know how to use it. If you know what to use it for, how to handle that tool and what the bigger goal is. The bigger goal with those tools is self-love. And self-love is a little bit deeper than using those tools because I started off using those tools to become more aware of my feelings, become more aware of my needs, become more aware of what I... become more aware of my self-sabotaging patterns or just like the thoughts that live in my head on a daily basis. But I only truly understood how to practice self-love later on I think when I was at this really really low point and I currently came to the discovery that it probably was a spontaneous kundalini awakening I am still not highly up to speed on what that exactly means but the thing that I experienced was just that my, to- my world completely shattered from one moment into the other. Like, one minute I was just at work, doing great, working at my computer. The next minute I was, like, completely dissociated with life. <laughs> I saw all the patterns, all the systems. Like, I was in the matrix. I thought everything was so strange. I saw everyone as this, like, just... ...organism existing out of cells reacting to one another and... ...it sounds really trippy, and it was, and it's also really hard for me to explain... ...but like, there were moments where I thought I was literally going crazy... ...but I also discussed these feelings with some friends and my mother... ...and they all told me like, okay, but it's kind of strange that you feel this way about it... ...but what you are saying is the truth, and I was like, fuck, no... (laughs) I just couldn't make sense of it all anymore. It was a little bit too much. But to get out of this experience, I was like crippled with, with anxiety. So I started meditation. I had never really meditated before. And I started doing it like, I think, two to three times a day through guided um, YouTube meditations. And through that, I found some calm in me again. And I think it really connected me to myself again because I started feeling less crippled in about a week or two. And then I, go, I got back to work and at work I had moments where I could really laugh again. And when I really thought ha, that was funny or when I really felt good was through laughing. And then I thought, oh, oh my God, this feeling, this is what I want. This is not something that I can let go of anymore because it's so much better than the feeling that I was in. How do I obtain this feeling? And then I figured that what I was supposed to do was following that feeling. So what made me laugh? Who made me laugh? What or who made me feel like this? And also really be aware of the things that put me back into the state that I was before. Put me back into a down state, an anxious state. If it was work, friends, a relationship my partner, whatever, I started saying no to those things. And I started saying yes to all the things that that made me have a good feeling, that made me feel good about myself, that made me be excited about life because that really is the point. So that was kind of disrupting because my whole life was like at a crossroads in which I was in control so it was really empowering also really distracting like really a tower moment I don't know if you are into tarot cards but if you are, this was a tower moment for sure but that I think was my first really conscious experience with true self-love because what I did in that moment was love myself and my life enough, value myself and my life and my joy and my purpose enough to let bridges burn when they had to. And I never looked back. (laughs) It honestly wasn't hard for me. Sometimes people ask me like, how do you break off toxic relationships with friends or family or partners? But I just cannot see the hardship in that anymore because I know how much it gave me when I did it at that point. But I also understand that it is a lot harder when you are not that much kicked down to the floor. (laughs) I was really, really at a low point. And when you are not, I can really imagine and understand that it's a lot harder to stop those relationships that maybe aren't giving you, fueling you with enough energy anymore. So, yeah, okay, I kind of lied. Yes, I can still imagine that it would be hard. But also, I think I haven't put myself in that situation anymore. Because ever since, and I think this was like six or seven years ago, I started following that rule for myself, that inner compass, that if something didn't light me up, if someone took way more energy than they gave me on a structural basis because of course there can always be times that also someone else is going through a rough patch and they take take up a lot more space from you than they would normally do but I mean like you you know what I mean you know when something just doesn't feel balanced anymore or just doesn't feel for you anymore things also don't have to be super bad to just not be for you and you are the only one that can be able to change that and in order to do that you have to be radically honest with yourself. Radical honesty. Young Pueblo, the author of many books, also lighter, talked about this in his recent book a lot. Radical honesty is necessary for true and deep healing. Because if you're not being radical honest with yourself about how you feel, how can your life... Adapt to your desires. How can you let emotions that you are truly feeling or. Have truly locked somewhere on the inside. Come up. For you to process. If. You are not able to look them in the eye. If you're not able to say. Hey fear. It's okay that you are there. I am so so sorry that. I had to go through this. But you are not in danger anymore and I can hold you and it is okay but it is time for you to move on and fuck yeah I have gone through that and I'm so sorry for myself that I have gone through that but I also see what it has gotten me on the other side where it has gotten me I can also see how I've grown and especially now that I can hold myself in that fear and tell myself girl you are perfect woman, you have come so far since then and you are so strong for being vulnerable and this hurt is what maybe will help you or allow you to help others, to teach others to help elevate the state of the world that we are in and that doesn't mean that you should toxic, toxically positive (laughs) um, downplay all the hardships that you've been through? Definitely not. Radical honesty is really coming clean to the fact that something really destroyed you. But let that feeling be there. Because I talked about being a human already, like that we are in this human experience. All emotions on this huge spectrum of feelings belong. And we're supposed to feel them all. And when we don't, when we like, sometimes it's something, a trauma or an experience is just too big for us to process at that time. Then our subconscious protects us because otherwise we will, it thinks we, we are dying because we're in so much fear, it thinks we're dying. So we go in this fight, flight, freeze response. And it's mostly freeze in these situations in which emotions get locked up in our body, in our heart center or in other places in our body. And I actually learned a lot about this in the book, The Untethered Soul, which is amazing. But what that does to us is, because we are blocking those harder emotions to get through us, because we just cannot cope with dealing with them, we don't want to feel the sadness, the grief, the tears, but... That emotion doesn't go anywhere, so it takes up space. And that space is sacred space, since that space should be available for you to experience love, to be filled up with joy, creativity, freedom. But the more emotions we hold on to, the more tense we get and the more tense our body gets, our muscles get, our brain gets, the more fear we experience on a daily basis and then we don't even know why. So we're always like, "Ugh, I'm so stressed or I'm so down, but everything is actually going great, but I just cannot feel it." Then there's this great possibility that you're holding on to some old shit, and that's okay. Please don't beat yourself up over that because also that's a part of life, but you are the only one who is responsible for healing. And see it as a gift. Now that you maybe know like, ah, I have some old patterns. I can heal. Or, ah, okay, I'm probably holding on to past hurt. And yeah, I haven't let myself really feel my emotions for a very long time. Don't beat yourself up over that. See it as a gift that now it has come to your attention. So now you have this opportunity to heal and create freedom and love for yourself. The act of realizing this and moving forward to allowing your emotions to come up looking for help, working with a coach, going to therapy, using tools meditate that is self-love it is self-love to come to terms with all of your facets with your light, with your darkness with your love with your hate with your fear with your grief allow everything to be there be friendly with yourself but also be able to say to see things in yourself and say this is sabotaging my purpose this is sabotaging my authentic life filled with my true desires my dream life this is Holding me back from stepping into my authenticity and living my purpose. Because all those dreams that you've been having forever, all those desires that you are having, they are already yours. They might not be in this timeline yet, but they are already yours since they exist in you, in your subconscious. But you have to believe that. You have to start believing that all of that is there for you, that you are supported, that you are guided. Then it will for sure turn into your reality. And yes, that is work. It takes work. It takes you it takes that you look yourself in the mirror regularly, turn yourself inside out, but see it as a beautiful adventure, an exploring travel through your inner world to figure out what are the learning opportunities, the growth opportunities that I gauge within myself. So self-love for me is using those tools that I mentioned earlier. But more self-love is more that throughout the day, I am aware of my thoughts. Just this morning I was driving and I was thinking to myself, huh? These days, my thoughts are literally almost a non-stop affirmation in my mind because I'm able to so clearly now notify when I have limiting beliefs, when I have sabotaging thoughts, when I am putting too much pressure on myself, when I am comparing myself to others and when that is standing in the way of my creativity and authenticity. So in my mind, these days, it's constantly like, Yes, you deserve, well, not deserve, I don't like to use the word deserve actually, but we can come back to that point on another day. So in my mind these days, it actually goes something like, yeah, there is infinite money in the world. So for sure, a million dollars is for me. For sure, I can make 5k months easily. Like, I don't need it. I am safe, I am protected, but yeah, it would be fucking fun, or hey, it's okay that you see someone else having what you want, it's only proof that it's possible for me, it's a sign from the universe saying it's closer than I think it is, or when I get annoyed in traffic, for example, I instantly think, ah, not getting, it's not worth getting annoyed over, it's probably maybe even putting me on the right path, not coming there one or two minutes earlier, because who knows what would have happened then? I am exactly at the right place at the right time, every moment. Stuff like this, consciously taking control over your thoughts, that is how your mind, your conscious thinking, will reprogram your unconscious mind. Which, may I remind you, is responsible for creating 95%, of your physical reality as is. But your unconscious mind is kind of hard to get out of those limiting beliefs that it is clinging on to a lot of the times. So it takes repetition. That's why affirmations are this amazing tool for self-love, for creating freedom. Affirmations help reprogram, reprogramming your subconscious You can also do hypnosis, which I am also studying currently, so I will be offering that for sure in a later stadium because I love hypnosis for creating more self-love and digging deep in your unconscious and healing. Meditation is a great way as well. Putting words to paper, writing and talking to your subconscious mind, because your subconscious mind can hear your conscious mind, so it does take commands from your conscious mind. So that's why controlling your thoughts and your words are so important to create your desired world. So to me, self-love is so much more than using the tools such as crystals, cards, journals, affirmations, which are all amazing, amazing tools. But self-love is an ongoing daily process in which you are radically honest with yourself and allow yourself exactly what you need at each time and allow yourself to feel and be the entirety of this beautiful divine woman that you are every day. So don't beat yourself up if you feel like Oh, then I've been doing it all wrong. (laughs) No, you haven't. You are learning. You have opportunity to grow. Life is still going strong for you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something today or felt that this really resonated with you. I really felt like this message had to come out. Had to come out. So I'm super, super thankful for you listening and tuning in. If you love this, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review for the podcast if you would subscribe. And you can find me on Instagram on @divinelifemarie. Marie. I also have this YouTube channel, but you can find that all on my Instagram. I will put everything in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Mwah.